Welcome to Bell Curve with Mary Scott, Rachel, and Liz, three friends, three Southern Bells, joining you, smart women, to discuss life, work, relationships, business, everything from the nerdy to the normal, the practical to the philosophical, the head to the heart. Thanks for joining us as we observe, analyze, and often deviate from the standard. Hello and welcome to Bell Curve. My name is Rachel Blackman Briars. I am joined by my co-host Mary Scott Hunter. Hello. And Liz Vashears. Hello. Y'all, we're so, 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 so excited because today is our first podcast and we've been thinking about this forever. Yes, we're (laughs) cheering. We hope that all of you will just raise a glass with us because, um, you know, when you think that something's going to be kind of easy to figure out and, and then you get into it and you're like, oh, whoa, whoa, this is like, this is kind of technical. And there's a lot to this. And and I'm going to say that's what podcasting has been. But it's been just a huge, enormous amount of fun to start. Um, So we thought what we would do today as we launch into into Bell Curve podcast is just to tell you a little bit about who we are, tell you about what we hope for the podcast, talk about our name, um, and just kind of let you get to know us a little bit since we hope that you'll be joining us on this journey. And I I think our listeners will, some of them may not listen to this podcast right at the beginning, but if they, you know, if they catch up to us in a few years, they might go back to the beginning and they want to know who we are. So I think it's important to take a few minutes. Exactly. And can I just say on that point that we have been very encouraged going back and listening to our favorite podcasters first episodes. It makes us feel so much better about some of our little like, (laughs) everybody has to start somewhere. Yeah, you do. So y'all like, we we ask y'all to forgive us for any technical glitches over the next four or five episodes and just, you know, laugh with us, laugh at us. We're totally fine with that. In fact, I have to tell a funny thing about Mary Scott that when we were trying to test our audio, I have this hilarious <laughs> picture of her. She she had like pulled this blanket up over her head to try to like get the, the background noise out. And she just looked like she was preparing for the zombie apocalypse. And she was, you know, I could see her over the Skype and she's like, how do I sound now? And it's like hiding under this huge blanket. <laughs> so our adventures in podcasting have really been something. <laughs> hey, sound matters. I was I was willing to take one for the team and do my podcast under a blanket every time if we needed to. <laughs> my husband thought it was much better than redecorating the study with all carpets and carpeted ceilings. So, but anyway, we did we did not go to that length, listeners. I'm sorry. You may hear some hard sounds. Yeah, but well. And- Mary Scott. Can you just tell us a little bit about yourself? So I am Mary Scott Hunter. Uh, I am, we're all Alabamians, but I live in Huntsville, Alabama. And bio info, I am married to John Schultz. I have three children, ages 11, 12, and 15. I am a lawyer. I work at a company in-house at a company called Intuitive Research and Technology. We're an aerospace company. And I am a veteran. I was in the Air Force. That's where I started my lawyering career as an Air Force JAG and came through that and uh, went to work for a local firm after I got out. And then I've been in-house for the last six going on seven years. And that's kind of the bio resume info. I also was an elected official for a while. I was served on the Alabama State Board of Education for two terms and it was awesome. And I loved it. And I love education policy and, uh, and enjoyed politics too. Not always, but you know, it had its advantages. It was interesting. We lived in interesting times, as they say. <laughs> so, um, 
But you know, I, I want to say that I had, after I, now that I've just rolled off the Alabama State Board, I've had some time freed up. And so I was really, I tried to think about what I wanted to do and just be really thoughtful about that and not fall into things. And one of the things I did was I joined the Rotary Club. Now, I got asked to join the downtown Rotary. And I, I hope these very sweet old gentlemen never listen to our podcast. <laughs> Because this is like the old guys, old rich guys club, you know, they, but they do awesome work. They, they do all these awesome programs in the schools. And I'm in this mode of wanting to help one at a time and not do broad education policy. So I joined and I've just really, really enjoyed it. But they, one of the things they asked new members to do is this stand up in front of the club. And the club is a couple hundred people, y'all, of like the most successful people in our town and say who you are. And so I joined. I didn't know this was part of the drill. And so they said, okay, next week you're going to stand up, Mary Scott, and do this who am I speech in three minutes. Can you go? I'm like, no, I cannot (laughs) go next week. I don't know who I am between now and next week. So... (laughs) So anyway, it was a really good exercise, and I thought this was a great question, Rachel, because it made me kind of go back to that. And what I said to to the club is that we are what we think about. Mm. And so I just kind of rolled through what I think about my husband, my children, my parents, my family, my friends. Um, I've thought a lot about education in Alabama in the past and politics. My husband is an entrepreneur. He owns his own company. So I think a lot about that. And I think a lot about the company I work for. Um, I like to laugh. I think that's why the three of us are best of friends because we all like to laugh. And, um, you know, I'm a mom. So kids feature prominently in the thought (laughs) process. I love to travel and love to write. And I guess that's who I am. Mm, I love that. I love that. I love thinking of it in those terms of who you are is what you think about. I just a, a new way to think about that. I wouldn't have, I wouldn't have thought of that. Do you have a personal motto or a quote? You know, you because I was in the Air Force for 10 years, I was active five and in the Garden Reserves, another five. I really did just internalize our Air Force motto, integrity, integrity first, service before self, excellence in all we do. And You'll, you would find that woven through my politics, you know, woven through the things that I've done professionally. And, you know, I suppose reaching way back, I could, you know, come up with something that describes me in my lifetime. But in, in terms of kind of how I live my life and my professional life, integrity, service, excellence, those are the things that that drive me. Liz, so let's let's kick it over to you. Can you tell us a little bit about you? You have a pretty interesting um, background. Well, thank you. So I'm Elizabeth Bashirs, but please call me Liz. I um, I was born in Orlando, Florida, but moved to Huntsville, Alabama as a very, very young child. I think I was about nine months old. So for all intents and purposes, I have lived in Alabama my entire life. I've actually lived in every major city in the state and a few minor ones. I've spent time um, living in Huntsville, Mobile, uh, Birmingham, Montgomery, Tuscaloosa, and I guess I grew up in a tiny town, Grant, uh, close to Gunnersville and Huntsville. Um, so I, I really you know, have loved the state and know it really, really well, know all parts of it. I worked in politics for a while, uh, doing campaigns and policy and a nonprofit space for a couple years. And then about uh, three years ago, I stopped doing, um, you know, working for elected officials and started doing campaigns. And then about a year ago now, 
I stopped doing any political work, which has been really, really interesting. So now I am a communications consultant. I do a lot of work with small tech companies and small um, you know, business development upstarts, helping them talk to their potential customers and tell their story in a way that they can understand. I've actually done a little bit of copy work for Mary Scott's husband, which was really rewarding and really went a long way in helping me find that I was really interested in doing that kind of work. Um, so I worked with Mary Scott back in my political lifetime on her uh, one <laughs> <laughs> on her um, one of my mini campaign, her <laughs> yes, and so that's how and I think we'll talk about how we met in a minute. But um, in, in my free time, really, I'm a I'm a reader and a writer and a traveler are probably the three things that I love most. I I am married. My husband and I, uh, James Bashirs is his name. We've been married for almost six years now. We don't have any kids, but uh, we just are loving you know living life as as uh, young people in Birmingham and, and, you know, really getting connected to the community that we've built here. And um, just have really loved seeing Birmingham change and grow and expand just in the, in the six years that we've lived here, it's been really gratifying to see and, and to really, you know, in a lot of ways, be a part of that growth. Like I mentioned, I really, really love to travel. It's probably the thing I'm the most uh, passionate about is uh, seeing other parts of the world and and learning the stories and hearing the stories and making friendships across the across the country and across the world. It's, and that it's really... and that is no joke. You should follow her on Instagram if yes. you want to get total FOMO. Like maybe you know. a little jealousy too. I mean, you might yeah, you might jealousy. Yeah. <laughs> so I do have a, a personal blog where I write about all. I write about everything from um, insecurity and anxiety to. How, you know, the best way to make use of your time in Rome to how to uh, pack for business trips. Cause I do a lot of travel for business as well. Um, so, and that is www.lizzyisdizzy.com. And you can also follow me on Instagram at, at Liz Bashirs. Uh, if you want to see some more about my travels and are interested in that kind of thing, I try, I try to make it a really fun and inclusive community. So I would love if you would follow along, but um I don't know. What else is there about me? Well, what about, I'm really I mean, tall. Your siblings. And, I'm, I'm yeah, si- you're tall. I'm six feet tall. I'm, I'm six feet tall. I'm one of six siblings. Um, so I'm the oldest girl, but I'm also the third child. <laughs> so I have a lot of oldest child tendencies and personality quirks and a lot of middle child. I'll go from being, okay, I'm the one in charge here to why is nobody paying attention to me? I'm just the middle <laughs> child um, very quickly. And being part of a big family is a huge part of my identity. It really is. And um, just you know, have a very close-knit family and love that. What's your personal motto, Liz? I have a couple. Can I share more than one? Sure. Okay. Um, so the first one is, um, is strength rejoices in the challenge. And I actually uh, – Stole that from Hillsdale College, which is a you know super small conservative college in Michigan, and it, you know, it's just it it's something it's almost a, a mantra I say to myself when I'm getting frustrated or things are difficult is um, that I have been uh, blessed with the strength to make it through you know, these challenges. So I I need to to rejoice in the struggle right now. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the other one is, and if you've worked with me in a professional capacity at all, you've heard me, I know you've heard me say this, is we'll figure it out, <laughs> <laughs> which is kind of how I approach everything. And that, you know, I, um, that every, worried you know, me a little bit at the beginning when you used to say that, but then you really would. 
we'll figure it out. We live in a, a time and a place right now where you can learn how to do almost anything for free or very cheap on the internet. So if I don't know how to do it, either I can figure out how to do it or I can find somebody who can help me do it Amen. very easily. And, and for, and for a, you know, so there have been all kinds of things that I've learned how to do um, just because it was necessary. And so that yeah, I really take that to heart, not only in my professional life, but in my personal life too. It's like, okay, well, we're coming up on a, um, a season in our life and we don't know what to expect and we don't know how we're going to make it through it. We'll figure it out. I know we can do it. Hmm. You know what, Liz, I think you and I are actually a lot alike. As I, I mean, it's fun that we know each other, but like you learn more, you know, you ask these questions of each other and you learn more about each other. But the more I, I hear you describe yourself, I'm like, well, we have a lot in common. Um, I think we do. Yeah. I think we do. Yeah. So I'll share a little bit about myself. So I grew up in Birmingham and um, so just very, you know, Southern, wonderful upbringing and loved it, loved it. But um when I graduated, I, I went decided, you know what, I'm going to go pretty far away. Um, I got a soccer scholarship to a small school in South Florida. So it was about 12 hours away. And I think that was just a fantastic thing for me. It sort of launched me into what I think is my natural personality, which is to just kind of go forth and try new things and be adventurous. Um, so when I was younger, I was I was kind of the shy kid in class. I was always like the loyal sidekick to whatever very outgoing best friend that I had. <laughs> and um, I always loved that. But I think it kind of also helped me mold what I think is a big part of my identity, which is I really like to be the underdog. I like to I kind of like to be underestimated and then silently and quietly be churning away, working really, really hard and then coming out and surprising people that I, I, I never thought of it until I was kind of reflecting for this podcast, but um, I'd sort of take pride in that. So I'm kind of like a gentle spirit. I enjoy supporting other people, but um, I'm also rather intense, rather driven. And I just really like to work hard. And and hopefully that's, hopefully that's what, um, what I'm doing in my life. But anyway, so I graduated from... I, I, I actually have a funny cruise missile story about Rachel Briars when the time is right. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, no. Like, like, she's like... <laughs> You know, <laughs> that's like, so you awesome. You didn't even see it coming, you know. So, but we'll wait on. Keep going. Oh, I love that. Yeah, you know what? That that could be a motto. Like, you didn't even see it coming. I kind of enjoy that. <laughs> but, oh boy, I didn't see it coming. Yeah. So, um, just I've been married for. So I graduated. You know, went to the small school in Florida. My first job was as a TV reporter up in Richmond, Virginia. And y'all, I just have to tell you, I am so glad. I'm old enough that YouTube was not around when I was a reporter. (laughs) I am so glad. I would have been one of those memes that are like passed around, like, look at this reporter who's like trying to make a big deal out of the fact that there's a little bit. Like, I remember getting sent out on a story and they were like, it's supposed to snow. We're supposed to have the first snow. And so I was a live morning reporter. And so here I am on live TV just hoping that some snowflakes come down because that's my story and I'm just standing there being like I think I see one everybody oh there oh wait that's not that's fuzz you know and just (laughs) I can't even imagine how ridiculous so thank you god that there was no YouTube um so I married young and we started a family young I had my first child at let's see 23 years old 
Uh, we have five children. We've been married for 14 years. And, you know, I think that I kind of take for granted sometimes that, like, I sort of think that's just sort of normal. But, you know, people say often, what? You have five children. And it kind of, I'm like, oh, I guess that is somewhat unusual. <laughs> but it's just, it's such a joy. So now that I'm in my mid-30s, um, and we're we're sort of through all the diapers and the just the crazy crazy years that you know you don't even know what's going on in the world because you're just so tired and exhausted. It's kind of this neat thing to to look back and be like, okay, that that was let's just say it's somewhat challenging to be a young mother. Um, but <laughs> <laughs> you know, like looking around at your Aww. friends who are all single and they're like out there, you know, and they're like, what are you doing? And I'm like, I was up all night feeding my baby. But you know, to be past that stage, my youngest is now five years old. Um, it just feels really, it's a, a rich stage of life. I'm, I'm very happy. Um, so we lived lots of places. We started out in Washington, DC. Then we moved over to Naples, Ooh. Italy. And that was just a, an incredible experience. Um, then we moved to Miami, Florida up to the Fort Lauderdale, Florida area, and then here to Huntsville, Alabama. So um, that's another part of my identity. I just feel like I am really happy that we kind of up and moved far away and just, you know, took the opportunity to do that while the kids were young. Um, So that's kind of me. I, I work with a public policy think tank. I also own my own business. I'm pretty similar industry as Liz is in. I'm a communication consultant and trainer. So I go into companies and I do trainings and I help people connect and work together better. I also do marketing type materials. Um, And then like Liz, I'm a contributor in Alabama media, op-eds and things like that. So just a lot lot of fun, a lot of creativity, a lot of challenge, and that's what I really thrive on. Um, So I say my motto, this is kind of fun, is to be a roaring lamb. And I take that word, roar, those words, roaring lamb, from a book by Bob Reiner. It's a, it's, it's a journalism book from a long time ago. Um, but basically what it means to me is be a lamb, but be a roaring lamb. <laughs> and the, the best way I can like kind of describe, and this is very much who I am, but if you're sitting at my desk, on the one side, I've got a picture of Wonder Woman with the word courage across. And I, I just stare at that when I'm like really wanting to harness, you know, courage. And then on the other side, I've got a beautiful hand-drawn picture of Jesus holding a little lamb. And the lamb's like kind of cradled in his arms. And my name, Rachel, actually means little lamb. And so I think that kind of captures my the two sides of my personality, frankly. In fact, when I was little, I mean, my initials were R-E-B, Rachel Elizabeth Blackman. And so I would just put like Reb, like my initials on my backpack to me. That, that was like so cool that my initials were Reb. Like, I just wanted to be a rebel. But you know, on, on the other side, like I said, I was like kind of this shy little lamb. So um, I think for me, bringing those two sides of my personality into harmony has been an opportunity and a challenge where you know, if you know me really well, I don't, I don't like to ruffle fe- feathers. I don't. I do not enjoy conflict. I, I really want everybody to be happy and and just get along. <laughs> I just don't like conflict. Mm-hmm. But you know, like like I said before, I'm pretty driven. I'm pretty intense. I mean, I'm just like, you know. So you you can ruffle feathers that way. And um, so uh, Rachel said a second that she's a roaring lamb. So, but really, you do get the lamb part first. Like you think. <laughs> 
you know, you think <laughs> you think she's beautiful and she's blonde and she's teeny weeny and you know she's got these five kids and <laughs> like you know you just don't have the roaring part in your mind when you <laughs> get to know her initially. So she came to my office and I'm running for political office. I'm super on edge because I'm running for an office and she said so she sits down and flips open her pad and starts asking me these piercing questions i've I've like just met her five minutes ago (laughs) well we have to clarify that you know i feel like i'm a reporter through and through at heart i do other things but like that's what i was trained in and at the time i was editing a um a statewide well-known online me- newspaper or news outlet. So it was for a story. On the record, I didn't just like take I it and run with it. <laughs> just come here to, we're just here to hang out. We're just here to hang out. Okay. Tell me everything. <laughs> that was so much fun. But I have to say that that's when I really, really decided I really like Mary Scott and I respect her a lot because I did ask her some hard questions. And unlike some folks who, who actually take offense, you know, at reporters, you answered my questions with just such poise and courage and straightforward authenticity. You didn't try to, you know, kind of hedge and have it both ways. And I was like, oh, thank you. That is wonderful. So that's how we met. And that's why I decided I really liked you. Well, and you, when you reported what I said, you re- you reported it fairly. And that was, that meant a lot to me. That's refreshing. Um, <laughs> it, it really was. I met Liz off and on. I've known Liz from politics, but Liz came on my campaign uh, as my um, campaign manager when I was running for a statewide office. And Liz is six feet tall and every bit of six feet tall. And she <laughs> gorgeous. is, and she's like, <laughs> and gorgeous. I'm not scared of wearing heels. And, yes. no, and she's not scared. So she's on six foot two on, tall, on a tall day. And she's, <laughs> she's just this strong Amazon presence. And I thought, I mean, my first thought was before I even, she even spoke, I'm like, I'm going to hire her because she can just stand next to me. And like, <laughs> <Linda> authority. <laughs> The authority and like probably take somebody down and be my buddy guy too. <laughs> so, but Liz is also um, really compliments me because she's really organized and I'm not really a detailed person. I struggle with that as believe it or not as a lawyer. That's been something I've had to train myself to do. But Liz is super organized and she packs with packing cubes and like I, <laughs> I'm at that says it all. Stuck with you. Uh, that says it all. <laughs> I'm at the airport frantically texting her, can you go by CVS and buy me some like, you know, shampoo because I forgot all my toiletries or like for the fifth time on a trip, I'm like, Liz, I forgot all my underwear. I got to go back. (laughs) And you know, they say you never really know somebody until you live with them. Mm. Well, Mary Scott and I spent, I don't know how many over, you know, over the course of the six months that we worked together in hotel rooms together, you know, because we're you know, fiscally conservative people. We wanted to be uh, responsible with, with the donor's money. So we would share a hotel room and uh, y'all. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. I am. I am a detail. Like I'm not the, like my house is not always going to be perfect, but I, I do. I'm a very detail oriented person. <laughs> and so there were some, there were some times, one time in particular where, you know, I was packing light. So I, um, I didn't, pack my shampoo and conditioner knowing we were going to a hotel so that there would be some there in comes mary scott with this thick mass of curly hair she has on her. i have a lot of hair i go to take a shower and there's no conditioner left because uh, details details, details. Uh, sorry i mean it's okay 
It's okay. Just, I sometimes the sensitivity piece gets. It's not that I'm insensitive. <laughs> I just am not a very detailed person. I kind of blow by those. I know you needed some. Okay. Yeah, anyway. And weren't you like waking up at at Odark thirty and doing all oh my god well so i have this thing i am an early like super early riser and if i'm up i just think everybody should be up like I'm y'all, you all know I mean, what's the earliest text you've ever gotten from me rachel Liz? Oh, oh well i mean maybe five something something <laughs> like five yeah <laughs> yeah so sorry about that yeah it's so funny because like i i get up at a what i consider to be a pretty early hour of, of between six and six thirty and I mean, that works for me. I get all my stuff done. I'm ready to go when I need to be ready to go. But the Mary Scott is like on the hotel room floor doing the yoga cat cow thing at like 430 in the morning. Like, what have I gotten myself into? (laughs) Sorry about that, Liz. I love it. No, but I do it every morning now, too, because it is so good for your mobility. It's very good for your back. (laughs) <laughs> it's very good for your back. Well, and Liz so, and I met actually um, around this. Well, I met Liz before I met Mary Scott, but um, Liz is a wonderful writer. She's been writing for a long time for AL.com. Um, she's fantastic. You should check out her blog for sure. Um, so anyway, when I was working with that news website, we, I guess I interviewed you, Liz, if you want to put it that way. It just felt like a more like a meeting though, just to kind of mm-hmm. chat. And I was so distracted by your awesome style. I was like looking at your earrings out of the corner, like, are those Kate Spade? You know, like, are those Kinder Scott? They were Kate Spade. I, I was and like, oh, so those are shoes. They that. look so pretty. It's so funny you say that because you walk in and you're like wearing this crisp white button down. And I can I remember exactly your outfit. Oh, I <laughs> love that. It's funny that we had this same friend. I remember exactly your outfit. This crisp white button down and these dark slacks and then just like this really cute belt. And you were just so pulled together and just so, it's so stylish. And I was like, oh, she's really, she's really beautiful. Oh, and she really got it together. And you can tell. I like her. Well, I was so impressed by you too. And I just, I can't remember what I wore yesterday. <laughs> just kind of quickly want to talk about what we hope this podcast to be and what we hope this community to be. Um, So when we started talking about this, um, in fact, Mary Scott, why don't you kind of share how this idea even came up? And then we'll talk about Mm -hmm. how we picked our name and what we what we want it to be. Well, I thinking about what what do I really want to do? What am I passionate about? What 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 could I do that? you know, would be worthwhile and interesting. And, and I wanted a team, you know, so much of um, what I've done in my life that I've really enjoyed has been with other people. And you are two of my very best friends. And it occurred to me, you know, as I was, I'm a, I'm a lawyer and, and another term for lawyer is counselor. And I truly do find myself being a counselor a lot, which is amazing because I'm a pretty impatient person. I usually just like, you need to fix this. You know, I mean, I'm like not a very, I'm not, I've become a better listener. But I was thinking about you two and thinking the value of us having our little conversations every now and then when we either get together or we just have a group text, just being able to tell you, hey, this is what I'm thinking about, or this is what happened to me today, or what do you think about this thing that you saw in the news or that thing? And, and, and just how, how we're, I believe that we are wired to be in community. You know, that's a, that's a faith idea, but it's also just a human idea. And so podcasting, offers us the opportunity to talk to each other first and foremost, but also just be 
you know, create a community of, I, I presume we're going to have mostly women listeners, but we may have some others too, and that's whoever, but just inspiring that, that sense of community and, and giving women especially a sense that I need a friend. I need a best friend. Mm-hmm. I need a community. I need, I need people I can connect with. And that's not just important for your, you know, for your peace of mind and your, your soul, but it's important for your career. It's important if you're, you know, if you're facing a tough challenge, it's important if your marriage is in trouble, it's important for accountability. It's just, if you're trying to lose weight, if you're trying, whatever, if you're sick, if you're, you know, even if you have a joy to go have a cocktail with and, you know, have a toast. I mean, there's, so I was hoping with Bell Curve that we would be able to do that. Mm, I love that. And, you know, one of the names, as you were speaking, I was thinking about one of the names we almost went with, which was Head and Heart with Mary Scott, Rachel and Liz, because you're really getting at the heart. Like we we want this wonderful community. Um, but also our promise to you as our community is that we're going to bring our head as well. The three of us are pretty interested mm-hmm. in science. We're pretty interested in research. Um, and so that's, you know, head and heart is really what we're hoping to bring. And um, so we we are excited about the topics we're going to talk about. We want to talk about life and parenting and business and money, marriage, travel, really things that if you found us that we're hoping that, and you're listening right now, we're hoping that you get as excited and geeked out on as, as we do, <laughs> um, you know, things like life hacks and work hacks and how to negotiate and set your prices if you're an entrepreneur, but, you know, also how to be a good, great wife and mother in person. And we think <laughs> that you all have um, just so much to add as well. So we're hoping that we'll have a nice online community where we can learn from you and really engage you and um, and bring you our best every time that we presume to get on this podcast and speak. Mary Scott, do you want to maybe talk to us a little bit about how we the, came the up name? with our name? Yes, the name. Mm-hmm. So so I, I, I invited you to because you both have, I, I teamwork is important and we each bring different f- skills and abilities to this effort. It was kind of a match made in heaven that we each could take on these different aspects of this challenge because of putting on a podcast is not like a little thing um and the other thing is we had to decide what we wanted to talk about what were our topics and like have you all ever had like bible study but it's not really bible study or (laughs) book club it's not really book club you know (laughs) you know you wind up talking about all sorts of things and yes they're head things heart things everything in between but bell curve the name uh because that was getting back to your original question with the e so bells because we're you know three southern bells bells. um but but also just the idea that you know, women are interested in science and women are interested in mathematics and women are interested in theories and women are interested in, you know, how to further their careers and serious hard topics. But let's face it, you know, we also had to figure out, you know, how in the heck am I going to get my husband to put his wallet in the same place every time he comes home? <laughs> you know, I mean, <laughs> that sounds, that sounds like there's a story behind yeah. that. Yeah, so, I mean, like, the all every I just don't want there to be off limits topics and and the bell curve the you know the curve encompasses everything everything I mean everything happens somewhere on that line so that was what attracted me to the name yeah and we we also want to mention and Mary Scott I'd love for you to speak to this um, I think you you can share it well just what what bell curve is not since it's kind of a famous book as well we have learned. <laughs> Oh, yeah. So we were, we loved our name and we were like, oh, yeah, we found our name. And then somebody said, well, there's this book that 
you know, has some very objectionable content that is absolutely controversial. not. Yeah, yeah it's controversial. controversial for for reasons, for good reason. And it's not a book that we any of us had ever read or ever, ever even heard of. And it's not what we're about. And so if you've read that book and it's called The Bell Curve, um, just know that that's not what our podcast is about. We had we weren't even aware of that book. Well, um, so Liz is going to be doing a lot of our uh, social media and stuff. So Liz, can you kind of tell everybody where they can find us, where they can connect with us? You can visit our website where you can listen to all of the uh, episodes and see our show notes and see lots of other fun goodies we'll have on there at bellcurvepodcast.com. And then on Instagram and Twitter and Facebook, we're going to be at bellcurvepod. Great. And then Mary Scott, where can we find you on Instagram? I am Mary Scott Hunter on Instagram. Perfect. And I'm at Rachel Blackman Briars. So we look forward to connecting with you. And we hope that you'll join us for next time because we have a pretty interesting topic to talk about. It's the science of annoyance. Why do we get annoyed with what we get annoyed with? And so Mary Scott, Liz and I will kind of give you a little insight into the things that that bug us. And we'll talk about why and how to deal. We're excited about, about that episode. So thank you so, so much for joining us, for letting us kind of rattle off a little bit about who we are. Like Mary Scott said, that's kind of hard to do when you, when you get down to it. So cheers, guys. First episode. Woo-woo. Yeah. Woo. We did it. <laughs> All right. Thank y'all. And we will see you next time. Bye.